Welcome back to the Out of Mana Podcast. This is episode 41, and you are joined with me, that real shysty, and my good friend here at JoshuaCast. And uh, today, very quickly, we're going to be talking about the Reddit blackout, as well as Kick and everything revolving both of those entities, or just about. Uh, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitch, like we're streaming live right now, YouTube, Fosboo. <laughs> Did I say that one already? You, you say Facebook every single time, even though we do not have... That's one of the only things we oh, do shit, not have. Oh, shit, that's the only one we don't have? Oh, that's right, because we both yeah. got rid of our Fosboo's. YouTube, okay, well, whatever. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Maybe we, should just get, maybe we should just do a fan podcast page just for shits and giggles, since I keep saying it. If you want, go ahead, open the account. Uh, oh, I, well, I, you've I been doing use... a, you've been you've been doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So if if I'm gonna bite the bullet, I guess I could bite that bullet. But anyhow, uh, you can find us on all those platforms and probably some that I just missed. Uh, Josh, did I uh, miss anything else? Twitter to keep up to date if we ever you know, have to change our broadcasting time, like today being Tuesday. Um, and also just follow TikTok and Instagram for whatever clips we we post up exactly bingo and uh please 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 uh drop us a subs uh well first drop us a follow like flood us with comments and if you so choose you may subscribe to us as well um but uh usually you know we try not to beg and plead for that one but uh we always appreciate you guys tuning in and um yeah so we're doing a tuesday stream usually we've been moving our time to thursday but this week we are compensating for me because i'm actually going out of the country for about four days and i can't wait i'm ecstatic it's kind of why i really haven't been well i'm the aew so, shirt you have on I'm, right now I'm pretty, this is a aew oh. kind of ish shirt but not entirely it's not it's not an official aew shirt but yes it is wrestling related um yeah i'm just i'm just like um in a state of euphoria right now because Saturday was my first of three shows this week. Uh, I have another show tomorrow, and then the big pay-per-view is on Sunday. Um, so we also already bought tickets to the Blue Jays game out there. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, can't wait. I'll be on the road in less than 36 hours from now. So Or in 36 hours, I should say. I thought you said this big event takes place in Canada. It does. But wait, so how did still... you catch the shows are ready so did you go to canada and back here no absolutely no 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 so uh coincidentally enough the they did two shows in chicago before going to canada so okay. saturday show saturday show was actually uh their first saturday show for a new weekly episodic show called collision uh so that was held at the united center uh, Wednesday is their weekly, well, Wednesday show called Dynamite. Uh, that is going to be at the Wintrust Arena. And yeah, it just so happens they do their two, or what they call the go-home show before the pay-per-view. Um, yeah, so it's it's just it's just a really, really heavy wrestling week. There'd be another show in Canada on Saturday as well, but we're not going to go to that. We're just going to go to the pay-per-view on Sunday. So Doesn't the game also come out too around the that time? Game- yeah, the game comes out on the 29th, so that's actually next week. What is that, Thursday or Friday? Okay, because for Something some reason like I was seeing, like, Twitter headline. Well, obviously it's Twitter. You can't take everything as facts. But they're yeah. like, oh, it's great marketing. You know, they're having this big event, but then game comes out, like, right then and there, too, or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually curious if maybe at the arena they'll probably have, like, kiosks 
uh, set up to kind of demo the game, maybe. I mean, wouldn't surprise it would, me. It would have been cool if the game actually came out like a couple days beforehand. People could actually bring their physical copies there and get it signed by like either the developers or whatever entities that you need. Yeah, could could have been a what uh, I should have, but didn't. <laughs> so uh, I'm still actually a little disappointed they haven't come out with a like special edition of any sorts. I find that very dare I say disheartening, like. I understand it's the very first one, so maybe they're reluctant to mass-produce something that they don't know how it's going to sell. I, I really don't know, but uh, nonetheless, I'm a little disappointed. I still don't even have it pre-ordered because I was expecting something to drop. Oh, you haven't pre-ordered it yet? No, I haven't. I don't, honestly, I, as big of a fan I am, I'm, I will get it eventually, but I might not even be a day oneer because I'm going to be still having to play 16, so... You know, yeah, and 16 comes one, out one. in literally two or three days. I know. I'm going to not be able to play it because I'll be on the yeah. road. So, But uh, but with with good reason. you know, I'm going to go enjoy myself. Uh, a nice little road trip is, is also really cool. I, I like I like road trips. So, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of what's on my horizon slash what has already begun, so to speak. Uh, I still need to start packing. I haven't even... I haven't even started, but it shouldn't uh, shouldn't take me too much uh, effort to do that. But uh, I, I really am losing time because pretty much I'm going to do that immediately following this podcast. <laughs> and then, really, that's the only time I have up until I leave early in the morning. But other than that, uh, I do have a little couple tidbits to share. I don't know if you want to first... Steal my, uh, well, not my, but steal the, the spotlight for a moment. You want to talk about what's going on in your world first? So I feel like we're both going to share something pretty cool that we've picked up. So obviously last week I talked about Zelda, you know, yes. the DS I bought. I was, you know, uh, charging in all that stuff, seeing what else was in it. Apparently this game has a delisted game on here. Zelda something Four Swords or whatever that you cannot buy anymore because huh. the eShop's closed. Interesting. So I pretty much got a free game that came with this, and because you could transfer digital games from the old 3DS games, I put it mm. on my new 3DS, so I still have that game, as I've sold this one already, that I just have to ship this out. <laughs> oh. How but, much, if you don't mind me asking, how much did you actually get for it? So, I sold it for two fifteen. dollars Nice. Uh, but $15 goes to shipping, so it's really $200, well, $200 plus a little percent that eBay takes, so I'd say maybe 185 Nice, nice. But I mean, awesome. that's a hundred dollars that I got that just because I bought that for eight dollars. Um, but because of that, I also picked up Crash Team Rumble. It's one of the few games I did pre-order this year. I'm looking forward to it. I, it just came out today, still sealed, so I plan on opening that up. Uh, and t- tonight's stream after the podcast is this is what I'll be playing. Nice. But on top of that, because it, I'm celebrating, what, other, what? if I may ask, uh, what kind of game is that? Is it like a racing type? Uh... So like no fighting game? I I think it's just like a multiplayer shooter game, which I was oh, a little upset okay. about because I thought this was gonna be like uh uh Crash like Bash. Yeah. Oh, but okay. it's Crash Bandicoot, I had to get it. Um it's like a six player co op game or a four player co op game where okay. teams are versing each other. Okay. Uh really don't know much about it except for it's Crash Bandicoot and I just needed to get it. <laughs> but I know that I said if I ever seen a Street Fighters collector's edition in the wild, I'd pick it up. I picked up the Street Fighters Collector's Edition. It's right here. It was two forty nine, and wow. it was the only one left on the shelf. And it so happened to be a PS5 copy. Ooh. So I was like, all right, 
I'll take it. <laughs> the guy, so that's what that has what like two two statues in there. So they're not actual statues; they're more like action figurines. Oh, okay. so they're kind of lame. Um, I did open it just to see what to make sure everything's inside of it, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then when I seen it, they're they're just like that tall, maybe like six seven inches tall, and they're mm. movable, just like normal action figures. Yeah. I was a little disappointed with that because I was hoping that they're gonna be real statues. Yeah, but that's besides the point. But the uh, yeah, the art book in there is pretty cool. The game is in there. Uh, the game comes with the ultimate pass, whereas you get all the characters for year one and some other like digital characters, you get, or whatever. You get all the characters for year one, and they're only releasing two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's whenever I see like the fight pass or whatever, I'm like, I know that that's gonna cover not even twenty percent of what's actually gonna be released. So I'm just yeah. like, I don't care about that. Yeah. It's just a collector's thing, but. I said I was going to do it when I seen it, and I seen it today. Uh, the, the guy at GameStop I was talking to while I was picking up Crash Team Rumble, because he seen me looking up at the the thing. He was like, <laughs> uh, it's the last one we have, and a lot of people have been eyeballing it, but haven't pulled the trigger yet. And I'm like, I know you're lying to me, but you <laughs> sold me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have, uh, if I would have known, um, I think uh, GameStop has a Pokemon TCG promo out right now. I would have I would have told you to try and snag some, but oh well, it is what it is. Uh, oh, cool, that's... I'm, I'm surprised you weren't going to lead up with your little uh, card pack you just bought recently. Well, I, eventually I was going to get to that, but I wanted you know you to talk about you first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sure, uh, we 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 could uh, we could ping ping pong back and forth. But um, yeah, so I I was trying to remember was it the last podcast we did or if it was like two weeks ago. But I had laid mention that I was looking to purchase some Magic the Gathering cards, mainly because there is, uh, at the time, there was a $1 million bounty on uh, a particular serialized, pretty much a one-of-one one card of the the One Ring. Um, if I may go into a slightly longer story... My dumbass didn't do his homework, so I had mentioned, I, I think I had mentioned, I bought two booster boxes. Little did I know, those booster boxes have 0% shot at getting that ring. <laughs> uh, upon further research, there is something that's called a collector's booster box. That is the one of two only products that you could actually get the ring out of. And you know how much that fucking box cost? $250. $200 more than that. For a box. Yes. So $500? $450. Bucks. Oh. I thought you said $200 more. I, like, oh, it's too I thought you said $250. My fault. Uh, no, My fault. I, I, I probably did. I just couldn't remember. $450? Okay. What? $450. That's crazy. So I did a little bit of this, and it didn't take me long, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go buy one. <laughs> so... On Monday, well, yesterday, uh, was the actual, I guess depending on your geographic location, but around me was the actual first day of the pre-release event. So I found a new uh, game shop nearby me, which was actually pretty cool because they also do a lot of board games. They even do like Warhammer 4K. I remember one time uh, you were talking about that. So uh, really nice, clean place. Uh, Do you you know the name of it? Yes, it's called Fair Game. Fair Game. Yes. Uh, is that really like cool countryside? Place. There is one in Lagrange, but that's not the one I went to. Because I know I went to the one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. They're, they're, it's not countryside, but you might be thinking of one Lagrange because they're kind of right next to each other. Uh, there is one there, but I went to one in Downers Grove, so they're still both relatively close to each other. Um, really nice place, really clean. Parking sucks, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I went in. I said um, I'm looking to buy this, and she's like, "You know how much this is, right?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> and uh, went home, recorded it on my phone. I broke the box, not knowing anything about the product other than. That one card, which I think the bounty has gone up to $2 million, by the way. So, opened the product, um, just did my thing, like, ah, look at this, look at this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, unknown to me, until after my break, I started doing even further research, but I actually pulled, uh, for the benefit of those that uh, are not actually watching this, but maybe now you'll want to watch it, I uh, actually pulled this elven soul ring card that all the text is written in elven i believe i can translate it and this even though it's not serialized because there is this card in a holographic form that serialized to 300 cards this one is only uh they only printed 3,000 of these um and then there's two other versions because this is the elf version there's a dwarf version that is up to 7,000 uh non-hollow and 700 serialize and then a human one for 9,000 cards and then 900 serialized at holographic. So nonetheless, for my further research, this is, I guess you would say, the fourth rarest card of that product. Um, currently, I'm pulling you because I don't have any I don't have any marriage to this. Um, I have mine on eBay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to solicitate that, but I'm going to anyway. Um, so far the, the lowest one has a bid for like 400 bucks. I put mine for 500. I've seen them go up to 800. Um, so of course it still needs to sell, but if it does, um, at least back. I guess I'm, I guess I'm getting my money back and maybe a little, little extra, but, uh, the cars are really nice. Uh, it was a fun, it was a fun box to break. Like I have this other one listed too of, uh, Gandalf and it's kind of a holographic one. It's really hard to. There you go. I could kind of shine it against the camera there. Um, but yeah, the, the product, like like I said, uh, even when I was breaking the box, like I'm not a Lord of the Rings guru or, or you know, nut, but I do appreciate the IP. Um, if this was like in Warcraft form, I'd be all over it and jizzing all over the walls, but uh, but it's not. And, and we'll see if that Street Fighter one is still in, in the horizon, because I might just pick up a box of that too, just for shits and giggles. Cause, um, yeah. So that was kind of my uh, my dopamine fix yesterday. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, I actually seen yeah. the YouTube video because I, I I seen what you post on Twitter. I was like, I know he didn't pull the ring. I'm like, he probably pulled one of the other rings. And because obviously he put a clickbait title, which I approve. Yeah. Of, and I was reading the comments, and the guy was like, it, you could tell he wanted to correct you, but then. Your, luckily, your comment kind of dissuaded his correction comment. He's like, "Oh yeah, but it's still really cool. Good for you." Um, yeah, I mean, it really is because I, because if well, you said you watched my video, so like, while while I was breaking it, I made the comment that you know, oh, there's probably one of these per box, right? Mm. And once you get that card, the odds of you probably getting the other or the, the one that everyone wants is probably non-existent, right? That remark is probably still not correct. I'm pretty sure you could buy, or I'm sorry, you could 
well, yeah, buy and rip one of those boxes in full and still not get one of those cards. But what the hell do I know? Um, I don't know what the print run is of this product. It sounds like there's a shit ton. And then, like, you read comments online and, and they're probably correct, but, like, why would why would Wizards of the Coast ship out the ring now, right? Like, because the value of this product is just plummet if someone were to pull it. Yeah, they're probably going to wait for, like, last print copy and just let it as it goes. Exactly. So you could only, allegedly, you could only get it out of those boxes, or there's something called a a gift gift collector's box or something, or gift collector set, something like that. And it's kind of like, if I may compare it to Pokemon, it's kind of like one of the Elite Trainer boxes. It comes with, like, six regular booster packs. It comes with a die, a bunch of land cards. So you can pretty much build a deck, right? Mm. And it comes with only one of those collector booster packs that you would get in a box. So my theory is I would probably gamble that the, the ring would be in one of those boxes rather than uh, the big boxes. So, but we'll see. It's, it's still pretty cool. Um, I probably would have really shit myself if I got a serialized version because those are being listed for like over $10,000 right now. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's pretty cool. I, I do like the fact that they are keeping to the lore fact, even though obviously they playing with numbers here a little bit. Because in Star and uh, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, um, there was only three wings for the elves. Uh, mm-hmm. what was it seven for the dwarf kings, nine for the human kings? Correct. And they, they obviously the one true ring that Sauron has. But yeah. I love the fact that they obviously kept the original numbers, but just edited like two or three more hundred. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think just, it's really I, cool too. I just hit my tongue and drilled a little bit. <laughs> Nerd. I know, I know. I got caught. <laughs> like it's funny. Now, you know, the way now, I was talking, you know it's feel. like I did a weird thing and then just whoop, right out. <laughs> now you know how I felt when when I pulled that Giratina. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. It's. Uh, I think it is really cool. Um, I think it would be also cool if they did actually just do a three seven nine, and maybe they were like, I don't know, some other something better than a holographic. I don't know what magic has that might be better than a holographic but i think that would be even super cool but uh according to like the press release stuff that they've done that doesn't exist unless maybe it's a surprise if it's a surprise then holy shit those are probably worth a lot of money too but but yeah i it's it's it's, it's kind of cool that you know like i said i don't have a personal investment into the product so um it was I compared it before on the podcast where it's like gambling. That's exactly what I did. I freaking gambled. And, you know, it, dare I say I won, but um, it's kind of cool. Just ripping it nonchalantly, not really knowing what you have. And then you're like, oh, okay. I actually got something pretty cool. So it seems like that's what everybody's like chasing for now is just that thrill of the hunt. Like, that's one of the main reasons I love going to like British stores, pawn shops, because. You'll never know when you come across like a golden item like this. You're like, oh man, that's severely underpriced. You pick that up and you just feel giddy because you're like, oh, I got something that nobody else w- would have gotten normally, and I got you know a pretty huge deal. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Right. So yeah. Do you, do you think you're gonna buy any more boxes, or are you gonna wait to see if that one card sells before you buy another one? That's a very fantastic question. Uh, I at this time I don't plan on it. I mean, four hundred and fifty. <laughs> 
<laughs> to drop and and then there's still no guarantee like if if i had a better i don't know we'll see if i if i had a better like investment or even just a, a personal collection investment aspect to the product maybe but since i don't probably not i think that was kind of my one and done uh unless by some miracle somehow some way this card ends up pull, pulls more than a thousand yeah, probably, but I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it, because I haven't even got an opening bid yet. But 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 there are a, a, some out there that have reached 600, 800 with bids. So that's why I'm a little, dare I say, disappointed that no one's bid on mine yet. Because <laughs> there's actually a few live ones that are that high. So well, I, I think what's going to happen is that there's a serialized one. And that one isn't serialized, right? Well, the, I'm looking. I'm talking about ones that are strictly non-serialized. So since there's very few on the market, or at least the eBay market right now, I'm thinking what's going to happen is whoever doesn't win the initial auction, then they're all going to go to the next one and then to the next one. So depending on timing where mine's at, I think that's when the bids will start happening. Um, and probably there's still probably, uh, you know, a group of people are just feeling it, right? And just kind of watching to see what the market is actually going to bear for it. So... So yeah, we'll see. I just you know immediately try to get it out there uh, ASAP. So while it's hot, how much before... time did you put on the bid? Uh, seven days, a whole week, oh. which I, which is what I normally don't do. But the only reason why I did is because I'm going out of the country. So okay. yeah, I mean you, you're you're uh, you're not new to eBay, so you know how it works. Mm-hmm. Usually, like the last like hour, two hours, that's when the bids start coming in. Oh yeah, people uh, try to snipe it. Yeah. So, did you put the I was, floor bid? I was good at sniping on it. <laughs> did you put I the floor it. bid at 500? Or what did you put yep. the floor bid at? I put the floor bid at 500. I feel like that... Do you know what the floor bid was for the other cards? I do not. I do not. Because I hate to say it, but a lot of people... Even though it most likely will go past that limit, a lot of people still look at that floor bid as like, hmm, we might, not, we might skip on this one. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not wrong. But I mean, like, if if history shows that it's going for, we'll just use the average price of eight hundred. Five hundred at that point is a deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, it's not we'll, that much. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping on it too. Otherwise, uh, you know, Derek, I've had a history of sometimes overvaluing cards as well. But, um, but right now the market's seeming to bear it. So, we'll see. Yeah, since it's new. Most likely, even if it is overvalued, it'll still sell because nothing's worse than holding on to it and then selling it later, and you realize it just crashes. <laughs> Not only that, but I'm sure this one, in comparison to the serialized ones, although the serialized ones will probably still happen too, is um, they'll eventually people are going to start grading them and everything. So far, there isn't any that are graded, which I think is very interesting because usually, like at least even with Pokemon cards. When a set is new and fresh, in the matter of a week or less, someone just speed sends it in and pays whatever it is to get it back in like forty hours. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. the The grading thing is weird. I never got into that. So, but I'm probably missing out on cash. But <laughs> or you could be spending too much and actually wasting money. Like that's you know, true. To- toothless, um, he did his grading thing before everything happened. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he spent like three, four hundred bucks just to get it like shipped out. That's just for normal stuff. Yeah, I know. And it took a year and a half for him to get his cards back. And even mm-hmm. then, they weren't really worth much. They almost actually devalued because of 
Yeah, that's a shame. That's why, like, I, I like my personal collection stuff. I, I have nothing graded, or at least I've got nothing graded. Do I have a few graded cards through single card purchases or trades? Yes, but very few. Mm-hmm. Probably like three or four total of my entire collection. So, um, but yeah, that was kind of my high for for the last few days. Uh, just lead into it, doing the research, and then finally. Uh, pulling the trigger on it, and uh, yeah, it was a fun break. I was, I was, I was happy. Plus, while I was there, I ended up BSing with uh, some guy that actually collects Pokemon cards, and uh, he told me about another store that's closer to my house that I had no idea existed. And the reason why is because, like, I guess they have no signage. It's like one of those obscure like, hole in the walls. Yeah, exactly. And I haven't gone there yet because that same day. Um, they didn't open till two o'clock, and the, the store I went to open at noon. So, I think two o'clock every day to open is kind of weird. But I'm guessing it's probably like, you know, privately owned or something. So the guy that's probably the the guy's only schedule that he could actually open it and close it. So, so I want to check out that place too because supposedly, from what he was telling me, that's the Pokemon card spot. Oh, so good. yeah. So I was like, ooh, I need to get my ass over there. So they're probably saying it's like so. I, I've been. To, there used to be a card shop over here called the Dungeon. This was a long time ago. They closed it down. But the reason why Dungeon was that the was, one that was on Southwest Highway or no? No, it was the one on Seventy no. Ninth Street, close to Harlem. Okay, but it, it closed down like over ten years yeah. ago. Okay. Um, but people used to go there all the time because even though it was just like a hole in the wall and it was locally run. A lot of people would go there to play games, and because of that, they would do a lot of tradings there, and it would always be single t- card values that they put in, and usually those cards would be, like, super extremely high, whatever, and then that's why people would go there, because you're like, okay, if you're looking for a rare card, most likely we'll have it, because everybody trades there. I wonder if that's yeah. the reason why yours is like that, too. Yeah, I'm not too sure, but I definitely want to freaking walk in there with, like, two boxes and be like, anybody want to buy some Pokemon cards? <laughs> they, they look at the box like, only energy cards? What? Yeah. Get out of here. Well, they're holographic energy cards. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's ever done that, where they, like, buy, like, the most common box ever, and they're like, oh, look at what I got. I got something cool. And everybody's like, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that used to be that used to be the way it was in, what was it, 1999? Or ninety eight when they had the Machamp booster, like the deck box where you're guaranteed the Machamp Hollow and then sixty cards just to have a basic deck. Now that shit's worth like freaking I don't know how much money if you have one sealed. <laughs> but back then it was like, like get out of here with that trash. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was my uh, um, my thing within within that between that and wrestling. That's all I really had. Uh, in between the last podcast and this podcast, since it was a shorter frame, still have not done the 16 demo, and at this point, it doesn't look like I'm going to. So it's going to be straight to retail for me. That's fine. Um, it, when you play it, you're gonna at least you're gonna enjoy the demo part of that game. <laughs> uh, I well, I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy. Else. I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy all the game. And and since I brought up 16, by the way, sorry if I keep st- uh, you know if you are about to start talking. But really quick uh, news story. I just saw on Twitter, um, really, before we started the podcast, uh, somewhere in London, they're actually going to have the Clive's replica sword on display, but with other, like, old king's knights um, armor and swords on display. Like, it's it's 
pretty interesting that just for those that want to dig that out there it's kind of a big deal so that's pretty cool uh, this is only there. in the uk only london uh it, it's a big deal because it's like an, it's an actual spot where they it's like a museum where they actually have previous kings like actual kings their armor on display and they're gonna have clive's <laughs> sword amongst all the regalia and that's that's a first so for for any final fantasy game uh, so it's kind of a big deal that's that's really pretty i mean that's is really cool that they're having a full-size replica there yeah so it's kind of funny that you mentioned that it's going to be in the thing of kings because they advertise him as a knight and I, did they say in the trailers what he is to royalty because i don't want to ruin I, it if I, you didn't i don't recall that no i do not Okay, because no. originally I thought he was just a knight, and that's all he ever was. Mm-hmm. The demo tells you more. I mean, I figured the fact that he is transforming probably kind of alludes that there's more to it. Well, it's not even like, it, it's like the trailer that they showed is like misleading, because in the demo they tell you straight away what he is. Mm. And then, yeah, that, that's why when I, when I play the demo and I compare it to Hamlet, that because that's pretty much what it is <laughs> um, with royalty, but... Uh, yeah, it's good. I can't wait for it to come out. Man, so many games to play, man. Crash Team Rumble, <laughs> I will. I legit probably will only have one day to play this game and then immediately get ready ready for um, Final Fantasy 16 just so I can upload it all at once. Uh, but, dude, yeah. I, I This whole summer, this whole winter, is just jam-packed with games I have to play. And, and, and tomorrow, we may get a couple more that we didn't think we would get this year with the Nintendo Direct, maybe, just maybe. People so, are saying Metro Prime Four. People are saying that's that's game. that's the big rumor. And since it's such a big rumor, now I'm thinking it might not even happen, and people would just be setting themselves up for failure and disappointments. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna call it here. Call it. And this is a big stretch. They're gonna announce the new Switch. Really. And they're going to announce it either for next year around this time or for 2025. But they'll give you like a quick little teaser snippet and be like, new product. And then that's it. Just like a five second teaser. That's that's your that's on your bingo card, right? Uh-huh. I, I, I feel the, like it's, it's about that time. It's not the free space. It's, it's just it's a stretch, but it's on your bingo card. Okay, okay. I, I like the proclamation. Because we we'll we start. are getting close to that time. I I know I said that the new I, console is like two or three years out, which it still is. But it's around that time where you at least start getting a little hint or teaser for what it would be. So, if I may back up your prediction here a little bit, I'm not going to go ahead and predict it with you. But to back you up, there was an article that just came out about um, uh, I forgot the company that's behind the rabbits games. Uh, that's not Ubisoft, is it? No. Yeah. It is Ubisoft, right? Yeah. They came out and said that they kind of regret releasing their games on this Switch, and they want to wait for the next generation. So, there might be some credence to that. Well, Well, it's also one of the main reasons why, because they already launched Tears of the Kingdom, and that's Mm -hmm. too big of stuff, so they have to have a big seller. And I'm, in my head, I'm like, that's the main reason why they stopped talking about Metro Prime 4 for a while, is because they might be want like, the that, next gen? a launch title for the next gen. That would be pretty badass. That would that would make sense. I mean, Zelda's gotten it for like the last three gens. I, Metroid 
due to, to launch with the console? Yeah, sign me up. Because if you think about like Metro Prime Four, the last time we seen an actual like like they they teased it like four times. One was like 2014, 15, whatever. Then 2017. Then we seen something else in like 2020, 2021, and it's been radio silent since. I'm like they probably realized that they needed more time to cook, and they're like if they wait this long, why not just wait a year or two more for the next system to come out and just make it the best it's ever been. So I believe it was sometime last week that it was four years to the date since they they teased it they pretty much all they said was in production that's it that is it not even a screenshot of what something may look like even the logo has probably changed by now so and how long do tears take six years right so let's say that six year is kind of let's say a benchmark but you know something of an average year so, two years, new console, kind of equating, mm-hmm. kind of equating. So. We'll see. That that would be that'd be some big and more positive news for Nintendo, all across the board if that gets announced. I mean, we already know Pikmin Four is going to be in the spotlight, but a Metroid Four teaser would be, yeah, <clears throat> bring it on, Nintendo. Yeah, because if you look at, like, PlayStation or Xbox, like, they usually give, like, their new system a year and a half just for the circulation to happen, word of mouth, whatever. And like I said, it's just that time. That time to see hear a teaser. <laughs> you know what else I would like with Metroid? I mean, give me a Metroid Prime. I'm all for it. I think what they ought to do with this game is also have a multiplayer, uh, like, shooter function. So there's actually like replay value beyond the story game. <laughs> is is that why we're waiting for the next switch so the multiplayer can actually be good? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like I don't. I, they could all be Samuses. I don't care. Give me different color Samuses. Four, six, eight. All different. Doesn't I mean, matter. That's pretty much what Halo is. I mean, obviously they now right? call them different Spartans, but originally it's just right. Like, you know, Spartan one, two, and three, which were designed after Master Chief, just different colors. Correct, exactly. Just 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 do it. Just have an extra mode. First person shooter. Doesn't have to be super flashy. It could be function like Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah. But uh that that would be that would be cool. We'll see. I mean, unfortunately I won't get to uh, stream it tomorrow because I'll be at work. I don't know if you're gonna do that. I hope you do, and hopefully you get uh tens of thousands of people watching it with you. <laughs> yes. I just have to figure out what I want to stream it on. It's either Twitch or YouTube because I can't do both anymore. Are are you trying to make that a segue? <laughs> no, uh, that's for later. But uh, anything else you want to bring up? Um, that's funny. I was actually going to bring something up, but now I forgot it. Oopsie. It, it, it was no. It, it was fine. It, it's it's related towards like stuff coming out soon. All right, we'll just pass. If I think about it later, I'll bring it up. Yeah, you'll bring it up. But uh, anything else that you want to bring up? Uh, that's pretty much it. Just the N- Nintendo Direct news. Um, lots of uh, games to play. That's it. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, apologize if I'm uh, forcefully bringing you into the spotlight, but uh, I thought you wanted to bring something up from your personal life on the podcast. No? No, that was just for you. The, the, oh, that was for me? The third okay. big no, news no, was for no, the no. Street Fighter. No worries, no worries. Okay, perfect. All right, so you ready to move on to topic number one? 
Josh is pregnant. Oh, we just playing. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, sure. Let's go. I had the wrong one on, but we fit. Wait, what? Oh my god, I forgot to change this one earlier. Now, I apologize for you seeing my end. It's not the Apple Vision, whatever we talked about last time. It is the Reddit, Reddit Revolt. Revolt. So right. I, I purposely said it this way because for those that don't know, the last. I think three weeks at this point. Uh, Reddit has been having an internal war with their own Redditors. Um, a lot of the subreddits that they have have gone dark in a unison to protest uh, Reddit's decision to basically completely remove third-party apps and connections to their service, which people use to either you know activate news networks or feeds, whatever, alerts, whatever they had needed. Um, but because Reddit decided to take third-party connections out, a lot of subreddits went down, and they've just been boycotting ever since. And since then, Reddit has been throwing a little fit, saying that uh, it's you know these these moderators for these subreddits claim too much power; they shouldn't be allowed to hold it. Um, the subreddits down, blocking people from you know, accessing it. I'm like, that's not the case because anybody can create a subreddit. So it, the the popular ones that everybody uses because they trust it are all just in unison. So with that, Reddit decided to make an announcement that they're going to be having a what they call a democracy system where if they will have every user and this is where it gets sketchy because it says every user will now be allowed to vote if a moderator should be uh, taken off as a moderator or not and obviously depending if the majority says yes or no that moderator will have their power removed and uh basically all their power is gone which people are learning to that, you know, Reddit could easily summon bots to make these votes happen and overrule them if they don't like personal decisions, which would be kind of scary. Um, <clears throat> not only that, but they also said that people can also be remodded so they can change the subreddit themselves if uh, they feel like other, red mo um, other moderators are abusing their power. So, like, let's say... Let's say World of Warcraft has a subreddit that's really popular, but they've gone dark... They do the democracy system, dethrone them, they align new people, they can completely change that subreddit to however they see fit, or however certain Reddit members or Reddit employees might see fit, which mm -hmm. people are like, you're kind of ruining our service. Um, and then there is also some other stuff, I don't know how true it is, but apparently uh, some moderators from some prominent subreddits have came out saying that they've received some personal messages from Reddit themselves, kind of threatening them. This is from Dexro. Let me see if I can pull it up quickly. Um, let's see. Hold on. Pretty much is saying that uh, if we feel like we're... If, if we feel like you are continuously uh, abusing your power, we will remove you permanently from, your, from our site and not allowing any access from any other accounts. And we will... Uh, Yeah, they will not be able to open up any other alternative accounts because they'll be tracking your uh, IP. And if they try to even work with any other, like, API uh, that's not with Reddit, they will also get fined, too. <laughs> wow. So, you may have said it at the beginning of this, but remind me, where is this coming just for the simplicity, because they feel like people are abusing their moderation powers? That's it? No. There's so, got to be more to that. So, so the, the original cause of this is that because of the protest, that the Reddit company is removing okay. third-party connections, which a lot of um, Redditors use, 
you know, enhance the subreddit functionalities, like, like I said, importing news, doing some kind of cool features, whatever, basically yeah. like Discord. But yeah. since Reddit has removed that, a lot of moderators from these subreddits talk to the people, and they completely closed out the subreddit so people can't talk and use okay, it as I, a I, protest. I remember you said all that, but let's even rewind further. What's what's their their decision, at least what they may have conveyed to the public, if they even did, as to why they made that decision? If you're talking about off of the company Reddit, they're saying mm-hmm. that the reason why they're upset and they're... Um, I, I can't remember what they did the th- why they removed the third party because that was mm-hmm. just so long ago. But the mm-hmm. reason why they're attacking the moderators now is because of all these sub- major subreddits going dark. They have lost tons and tons of users from their sites. But I can't tell you I mean, for sure why they closed the third party connections down, the third party APIs. Okay. Uh, because that was just so long ago and there's just been so much back and forth between the actual users and the company. <laughs> mm-hmm. But gotcha. I, I think it's probably because they just want their stuff to be pushed more and not these other companies that have the APIs integrated. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not a Reddit user. I mean, I do have an account technically, but I I was never really a message board guy ever, even way back in the AOL days. I just never, never really, dare I say, cared or just like, adapted to message boards i they, they didn't do it for me um so yeah i don't really know much about the reddit we have it gone on there from time to time just to read yes but the whole world of i don't know much about it um going back to the whole uh <laughs> democracy <laughs> where they they could vote out uh, a mod and then you had mentioned that well the uh, way around that, if people don't want someone to be mod, they could do bots. I think the uh, the fix slash the way to avoid that is if you have an quote unquote an election. Uh, I mean that could be time stamped at a particular day, and only members of that particular subreddit at that day and before could actually be voting members. Versus that way, the whole um, possibility of bots hijacking an election could happen. Uh, you could probably even stem it a bit further where, you know, they have to have the membership and have made, uh, hypothetically, contributed to 50 posts. I don't know, something along that magnitude. But you're saying this, but remember, this is off of the Reddit company deciding this and dictating it. it um, this, this, no subreddit will be allowed to, you know, decide what their voting system is. So that basically takes that out of the user's hands. That's just overall general public access so but with reddit being the way it is and also i also looked this up it seems like the reason why they cancel a lot of these third-party apps we'll, we'll go back to what we were just talking about sure. but the reason why they uh cancel is because apparently reddit is trying to promote more ad-based stuff so they can get paid more uh mm-hmm. so originally it came off with like ad blocker data analysis or data analytic bots and all that stuff but then they just extended it more to some other apis like tracking uh you know, use your commands on your phone so moderators can see how much interaction they're getting. So apparently the reason why they're doing that, also Discord apparently, they blocked off their site as well. Uh, <laughs> because apparently, I guess, moderators would be like, you know, they'd post to Discord and then they would have it connected to Reddit and people would just go there to talk extra of whatever they don't want to Reddit. 
Uh, so it seems like they just want the reason why they blocked is just because they want to either push more advertisements or push more of their own personal product instead of having these other companies be a contender on the site. <clears throat> but going back to the mod system, uh, the voting system, you try to make it sound like it's like a presidential thing, but a company can allow and definitely have bias towards which uh, Reddit bases they will allow voting and if they want bots because you see now on Twitter, you see now on Facebook. People have done voting for community stuff, and then bots just overflood them with no's or yeses or whatever, and most of them are mostly related to the company itself. So seeing Reddit, you know, have, sending personal threats to uh, big moderators kind of shows that they'll be willing to abuse their power whenever they see fit. If I might ask, what is the alternative to Reddit? Well, it's funny. It seems like whenever you, whenever people talk about like the classic web forums, it's either 4chan or Reddit because those are where you go deep down the rabbit hole. You can talk about whatever you want for multiple different topics. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing is honestly like Discord, um, Gilded, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's it. Well, they kind of are like, I mean, Monopoly is probably not the best way to use it, but like kind of are. For an actual like, uh, like purebred message board type of system, like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they have a monopoly because they do have other places to compete with them. Like I just said, Discord, Gilded, Twitter, all that stuff. But it's the only web-based one that is more old school in their mm-hmm. own web chatting service. Yeah, because uh, like obviously they they have like a like thing, but they call it like karma, upvotes, downvotes, and then. The more you interact, the better user you are. They give you like a better karma score, or whatever. Correct. So, yeah, just seeing them create these rules, I'm just like, and and seeing also the public announcement saying that these moderators have too much power almost makes them feel like, um, like they're just afraid of their own users. That their users have oh. basically made the platform the way it is, and if they yeah. cancel their users, they're canceling themselves. Yeah, it's it's quite funny that it's like like we made you, we could kill you, but can you really? <laughs> if you can kill us on the site, but we'll just make another one. <laughs> yeah, that that would be an interesting uh, revelation to keep following to see if there's a similar exodus. Like one of our next topics, we're not we're not segueing immediately, but it'll be interesting to see if something comes of this. Um. I don't want to say I doubt it, but that's why that's the question. Like, what are the alternatives? Because, like, I honestly don't know of anything. Well, Discord and, uh, is the biggest. Well, I, I, I know platform. you mentioned that, but but we'll keep it explicitly web based, right? Like, you know, well, Discord is a web based. Well, it, so. can, it can be. Yes, I, I I wonder what kind of traffic their web one gets versus the app versus the phone app versus. I don't know about how well the like PlayStation integration is and et cetera, et cetera, but I would see that one. I, I can't say for a fact, but I would say we get a good amount of traction just because of the amount of API uh, that they get to discord, like, you know, for stat tracking for multiple games and all that stuff or person like, you know, information boards or those pixel things that they have for discord. So they probably get a good amount of people to access it just so they can program But users. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think the reason why I'm talking about this now is because people are also sparking debate is like, you know, depending on how this plays out, if Reddit, you know, actually takes away their moderators and completely changes the board and public 
you know, voting for control of whoever controls these subreddits. People are like, could it bleed over to Discord or other platforms like that? Because so far, Discord is like the alternative. And obviously, you and I run a Discord like uh, Pokemon, and we have APIs in there like that uh, Tuskumi, whatever thing that tracks Pokemon stats for all the players. What happens if Discord decides to remove that stuff? <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. you're pretty much screwed, and you had to do all that stuff manually yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know what to say. I kind of, I kind of have it in my mind a little bit like add-ons for a while, and you know my stance on add-ons. So <laughs> no one can have fun except for the original developers. <laughs> exactly. Keep it in its vanilla state. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I get it. There, there, there's the um, um, what's it called? Um, quality of life enhancements that that are there. But like, since you brought up Pokemon, I mean, that was always one of my my uh, peeves with all the different add-ons. With that, it's just like it, it just took it t- took away from from the game. Like, if all you're gonna do is run around and chase hundreds in your geographic location, like what's the fun in that you're you're just it's well the fun is to chase that because they pretty much achieved everything yeah. else so they gave themselves a artificial way to keep playing because if that wasn't there they would just stop altogether. i don't believe that's true i believe they would i mean it, it, I they pretty much so. sh- and i could tell you this and this is 100 percent facts once they closed down the spoofing thing for for pokemon go what they did was they rehacked the pokemon api and they made, you know, basically what people are now selling as bots because, you know, they realized that Niantic was going to go after these guys if they kept it open. So now instead of having open source for everybody, they closed sourced it. Now you have to pay for them directly in order to see them off the third sites that still connect to Pokemon. And since they closed the spoofing, their player base dropped significantly. Only the people that want to pay for it now are the only ones that are benefiting from hundreds. I don't know. I'm just saying the success. I remember the success when it first came out, and there was a lot of people, spoofers from 2016 not, to 2018. There was an abundant amount of spoofers, and then after oh, spoofers, two, spoofers. Yes, uh, I thought you meant. Uh, I thought you were talking about um, just like the satellites getting uh, finding all the hundreds of knowledge. Yeah, that's the spoofers. Like, they they, no, they built into their their hack version of the game to get stuff. And then once yeah. Niantic went hardcore on that in 2019, 2020, guess what happened to the player base? Died off significantly. And I, I know you're going to say COVID, but no. This was during the time of COVID and slightly after. And then as soon as Niantic went super hardcore because they wanted to push their own remote raids and cancel that other uh, you know, digital stuff, which it makes sense, their player base died almost half. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been playing it for a while anyway, so... <laughs> Well, it's pretty much. And it wasn't due to that, but uh, well, yeah. it's pretty dead. <laughs> I mean, there's still well, well, I mean, maybe a hundred thousand couple players it's, over around the world, but it's, it's nowhere it's near dead billions. For us. No, I don't think. Well, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see those numbers, but I, I truly think they're still making money up the anus. Oh, they're making. I mean, it's just like Call of Duty. Their player base drops significantly, but the wills will keep spending money. Like yeah. the microtransaction part, they'll always be good in, but the player base—that's that's. that's Died significantly, like yeah. they're probably at seventy percent of what they were part of the pandemic. Yeah, I'd love to see those numbers. But anyways, let's, we're not here to talk about Pokemon. We're talking about all these little add-ons and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's um, 
like I said, unfortunately, that's not my world. So um, I'm unaffected. <laughs> but if there was like, you know, a particular subreddit that I actually, you know, maybe did go to, which I don't, but and have it blacked out or something or just, you know, die. I mean, that would really, really suck because like, you know, there's a lot of people that like it is community driven, right? Like those are in their own right miniature communities some of them maybe not so miniature so to lose that is pretty flipping shitty but to your point you know maybe they migrate or maybe they already have the discord right maybe they had 50 percent of that community in discord now it's going to go to 100 who the hell knows but well that that's really what's coming down to and i, I think if mm-hmm. reddit is smart they would listen to the users because the only reason why you have a company is for your users um because like they're saying, so their main gripe is that they're saying moderators are too strong and then it's hurting users. I'm like, the moderators aren't hurting users because if the users were really being hurt, they would just create another Reddit post or another Reddit thread and make it their own. But the fact that they're still in agreement with these moderators and they're moving to other platforms like Discord, it just shows that overall the consensus is they do not appreciate these changes you're pushing onto them. And mm-hmm. that should be the wake-up call they need. And the fact that they're not listening to that and not seeing new red, or new um, new subreddits being made is honestly the the red flag that uh, I'm surprised they're not talking about. They're they're just saying, "Oh, the moderators have power." I'm like, "No, your red flag that you should be looking at is, is why isn't people creating more subreddits because of this?" It shows that they're all in agreement. And I don't know. I just feel like you know, as we'll transition later, companies they've. Forget the main principle of how they work. You can have your employees, you can do whatever you want, but if you don't have any customers, then you'll fall as a company. And I think if Reddit keeps the way they're doing, they're going to fall as their web-based uh, chatting base, or web, uh, web service chat network. And I know I, I know you, it's AP, you're like, third party, it's their site, but if it makes the thing better, why not use it? <laughs> I I don't disparage people from using wow add-ons i I may make fun of them a little bit but (laughs) but i don't you know tomato tomato you know you do you all right well it seems like we both said our piece we don't really have anything to add because i know you're not a reddit (laughs) i'm not really much of a reddit guy either i'm just speaking on behalf of the people that are complaining about this Mm -hmm. um so it's gonna be interesting hopefully it doesn't bleed in over to other platforms because if so um it looks like we're going to have another revolution of uh, new apps to be brought up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think it's also very interesting. Um, I don't know how, how, how to really say this, but like, you know, as a, I don't even want to say community, as a world, you know, how so many people become so invested in those type of platforms and then, just having the collapse, you know, what, what that could trigger as just, you know, just as people. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, because it's huge. I mean, you know, without other places to go to, although you didn't mention Discord, but, like, I mean, as genuine as, like, old school as Reddit is, right? It kind of has a very old school feel. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds well i think the users are going to be just fine even if the company fails it's just like you know when you look at video games when world of warcraft and china had that big split a lot of the players that spent basically since day one 
they were sad that it was closing. But what they did is that community that they loved and why they stayed moved over to Final Fantasy fourteen and it blossomed there. That's just what's gonna happen with Reddit if it implodes and, you know, kills itself. That people the people that were still there and they were talking and they found that community, they're still gonna find that on other platforms. They're just gonna have to recreate again and just create that loyalty that they had there. Most likely they already probably networked with those people already and they probably already moved to Discord or another site. So I, I think the users will be fine. The, the points have been seeded or just yeah. Yeah, I mean this has been the like the ongoing thing for like the last se- like seven years. You know, never put too much stock in one place. Always, you know, like, you know, same thing with streamers. If you want to stream on Twitch, that's fine. But open up a YouTube channel, post videos there, or, you know, maybe do a uh, stream to another platform every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if one site goes down and you don't have any other uh, backup plans, you're done. <laughs> so yep. that's why people are always promoting Discord and other sites, because that's how they keep it going. What I've done. But I guess we can move on to topic number two. Another company refusing to uh, listen to their employees is recently since Twitch's change, uh, Kick has been listening to their customers and they've been making some big changes like, um, like you know, buying some of the big streamers so they can bring people over. I think they recently gained over 1.5 or 2 million new users to their service because of Twitch decisions. And they also signed some huge contracts with some Twitch streamers. They basically just are, are uh, whatchamacallit, stealing them right off the spot. They're like, XQC, the Twitch's biggest streamer that they had, pulling millions of views every single day. They they took him for a million, a hundred, was it a hundred million dollars, I think? They took him, they made him sign a two-year contract, uh, and so now he's streaming exclusively to Twitch. They also have, which is funny because we talked about it last week, Amaroth. She is now an exclusive streamer for Kick. They, I don't know if they mm. what her contract is. All I know is that she is now moving over there. Um, they also show another one. Uh, Ludwig is also going over there, another big streamer. Uh, it's funny. I'm watching all these people, but I know that their numbers are huge, so good for them. I don't know. The only thing I don't know is what the, the other two contracts were. It seems like they didn't make them public, like XQCs, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so since them po- poaching all these big streamers, K- uh, Twitch is now seeing this uh, this bleeding effect of people... Their directory is starting to dip down significantly, and people not chatting as much because if you look at like the web services that um, have been growing, YouTube has been steadily increasing, Kick has just seen an explosion, and then you see Twitch is slowly going down. Um, and it seems like they really have no answer to that, but... They'll wake up. They'll wake up. Maybe. And this is, the, in all honesty, now that it's evolved to this point, this is good for everybody. They're, the ship is not going to sink. They're going to reevaluate. This is exactly, I'm going to compare it to the WWAW uh, thing. You need competition. This is a wake up call. This is going to be a positive thing. It's not going to happen overnight, but I, I'm going to, just like you predict uh, another switch, I'm going to predict this is going to be good for everybody in, in due time. Oh, it's going to be good for the streamers, but Twitch, the way, the way they're cementing themselves right now. I admit they've already publicly stated that they're not trying to be a main competitor in the streaming service. And that right there itself is the biggest tell sign that they are going to crash. Wait till the bottom line starts. Wait till they start doing the quarterly figures. Like there's a reason why kick they, they've done their math. Trust me. There's a reason why they signed these in our eyes. They look like very, I don't want to say dumb contracts, but they're, they're pretty eye opening, Right. But they dumped their math. They're like, okay, how many people are, 
paying for subscriptions, multiply that. What's your cut, our cut? We're not going to be as greedy right now. And I say it like that right now. They know what they're doing. And once Twitch starts feeling, they might already be seen, but once they start feeling that bottom line, more decisions will be made. I, I think, just give it time. So so the reason why I'm talking about Twitch right now, even though it's supposed to be butt kick, yes, is, yes. Um, well, they go hand in hand. So. I think the reason why Twitch is not doing this is because they are taking the AT&T approach. They're going to be around because of Amazon, and they already have their web-based service, Amazon web-based service, that other people are using because it's like a competition for Cloudflare. I think that's what they're focusing now. They're focusing on outsourcing their, or sorry, insourcing their stuff so other platforms can actually spend for them instead of having Twitch to focus on their actual streaming platform. They just, all right, we'll shut this down. Twitch is no more. We'll still make money by making our service available for other companies that want to make a you know, streaming service like Kick. Because the reason why the title for Kick is the unstable solution is because a lot of, for people that don't know, because it seems like a lot of people are not filling themselves in on how Kick is working. Kick is actually still running off of Amazon's web service. So they're in order to stream, Kick is actually pay, uh, paying Amazon. I, I don't know what the the contract is. All I know is that you know there was a bid between Amazon's web service, Cloudflare, and another one to host uh, Kick's site, and Amazon won the bid. So now Kick and Amazon are paying. Uh, Kick is now paying Amazon for the service, so they can have people stream to their site. Um, I'm pretty sure that's funding them for a while. <laughs> that you know, any new any new person that goes to kick, that money is still going to trickle back into Twitch. Um, but not only that, the way Kick is making their money is that their co-founders are from uh, they're from the founders of Stake, which is a crypto gambling casino, and also a crypto gambling site. So their money, their main source of money, is coming from cryptocurrency. And right now it's a little stable, and that's why they're making so much money. And that's why they can buy out these huge contracts. But if cryptocurrency ever implodes on itself, which it's done twice already, that service with those hundred million dollar contracts that they're signing can easily go away, and the site can go away as well because crypto is not sound right now. And depending on how things go, that money that they're spending like this, the 95 split, whatever, can immediately go down to fifty fifty. Or even 34, uh, 60 in the other person's flavor. Yeah. Um, so it, it's funny seeing that people going to kick, not realizing that you know who they're paying, where the money is coming from, and also they, because KK is having this "oh, we're better than Twitch" thing, people don't realize that's still a business. So TMCA and all that stuff is also still going to play a factor. So when XQC first did his uh, stream on Kick. Apparently, he was streaming the movie The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> and so the Kick staff had to intervene themselves because if not, they're probably going to be shut. The whole service is probably going to be shut down by the DMCA for him streaming that movie. And people were like, oh, I thought you were better than Twitch. You know, we, we shouldn't be censored like this. I'm like, DMCA, no matter what, plays a factor in any service you go into. And it's all these new members that are coming to uh, Kick are just breaking rules nonstop, <laughs> left and right. And I'm like, Kick is probably going to have to pay a lot of money to a lot of these, you know, copyright issues and all that stuff, and then probably going to have to change their service and then go back to, you know, either the streamer's going to be held liable or we're going to change that revenue split. But it's just funny seeing all these new members thinking that just because it's a new site, that rules don't apply. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's pretty pretty funny and messed up at the same time. 
But yeah, I mean, that's what I said. Like, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. I mean, I don't know if it's public information, but based on those, um, you know, big wigs that, that have manu- uh, moved over and what their contracts actually state, the ones that are jumping over now are probably only ones that are going to get those big gains versus everyone that follows suit. It's going to diminish more and more and more and more. It's going to get convoluted. Um, but yeah, like I said, kudos to them. They're already going to get their payments and then big, big installments. But, uh, yeah, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, but like, I still, I still feel like overall, like, I know you have your theories on the Twitch and, and I'm not poo-pooing on them. Like you did your homework and it makes sense, right? When you, when you explain it, it makes sense, but I still feel like that there, there's, there's going to be. There's going to be a balance, and I think it's going to it's going to be beneficial to everybody. It's not going to be like so in our favor, but I think I think there something good will come out of it. In the, I wouldn't say super long run, but you know, well, near future ish. The, the good that's come out of this is even though people are looking at Twitch, it was YouTube that needed the wake up call, and yeah. because because of Twitch blowing up popularity and all these other sites like Mixer, well now dead and now Kick. Mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. streaming service has improved drastically over the last four or five years, and now it's become an ex- like extremely almost prominent first uh, party streaming network to go to. That's why a lot of the big streamers that aren't getting contracts are mostly going to YouTube instead of these other platforms, just because of how consistent it is, how stable it is, the income, the ad revenue, everything is just all just sound across the board. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to let's say if i mean if kick stays if it doesn't that's up to them how they run their business mm-hmm. but all in all i think the two main competitors here are still going to be twitch and youtube and if twitch decides to either keep a service or not or just go into a rental service for their uh web ba- uh their web streaming um youtube pretty much has everybody else secured <laughs> yeah i mean i've always been a fan i've fan of youtube i uh i was actually doing a little homework uh recently about the 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 adsense stuff because i guess i lost my i don't know if it's considered a membership but uh they changed the parameters i don't know how long ago oh, probably year, years yeah, years ago yeah and i guess i wasn't adequate enough to be grandfathered in maybe i don't know how it really worked because I kind of fell off that point. No one was getting further in. They just kind of based nobody, on those numbers. Okay. Well, with that said, um, yeah, I no longer can, but, you know, unless I rebuild myself back up, but I don't see that happening in the near future either. But well, it's, um, it's funny that you said it because they just recently changed that because now they lowered the guidelines to get to that partner program so you can actually get AdSense again. Um, now it's you only need 500 subscribers instead of a thousand subscribers. I think mine still shows a thousand. That should have changed because they just changed okay. that like oh, legit like a week or two ago. Okay. Um, and then and then it's like uh, I think it's like a thousand um, subscribers that does non paid right or followers, and I want to say it's four thousand viewing hours total, something like that. So it's it's changed now. So it's three thousand viewing hours. Before it used to be only counted for videos, but now it's videos and streams. So you just have to reach that across the board. So people that are doing streaming are hitting it much higher just because of consistency with watching. Or there's the alternative, which is still blooming, even though you know things like Instagram kind of died out a little bit. 
is if you upload shorts. If you get 3.2 million views on shorts, you're also eligible as well. And getting yeah, views on shorts is really easy. Yeah, and it's uh, it's either or as well. It can't be a combo. Yeah, it's either or. It's either yeah. three thousand yeah. hours for videos and streaming, or three three point two million views on shorts. Yeah. Now, riddle me this, because it obviously sounds like you know more than I do, and I don't really mean to stray off the topic, but it's still within the topic, right? Um, so, like, I have, I guess, what you would consider as multiple accounts within my master account. So does each one have to reach those parameters for AdSense? Yeah, that ugh. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it, it it does it does to a degree. It does to a degree. Cuz even though it's all linked under one thing, they're still considered separate channels. Yeah. And I mean, if like it makes, makes sense, sense, it also holds people responsible so like they might do something really good for one channel, either follow a trend or whatever stuff and they get a lot of stuff and then next thing you know they make a second account that's still if if they have the same rule, partnered, mm-hmm. they could put a whole bunch of crap or copy or stolen videos up there and still make money. And that's why the reason that's one of the reasons why they don't let it carry over. Or make them earn it again, type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. It makes sense. But I was just well, you basically answered for me. But uh, I mean, I kind of saw that pattern, so it's like I kind of knew the answer myself, but I just wanted to kind of clarify. But uh, well, if they're actually. Um, making it a little bit easier that's cool maybe i mean i still do a little bit of content on uh because i have one strictly for my twitch clips or highlights that i kind of just migrate over um yeah who knows maybe i'll start um coming up with other ideas and utilizing that as my platform for for stuff like that like i did with my my um my rip maybe i'll do more rips now that i use my phone which if I may ask, I don't mean to really change the subject, but how do you think that came out? Wait, what? You said you watched it, the, the box that I ripped. I said, how do you think that video came out? I know you tried your best. <laughs> you, 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 could, you could chop and screw it. Well, it's because we don't have the equipment. You, you did the best with what we had available. You know, yeah. mo- most people, I don't know how uh, Magic the Gathering cards are, but usually they always hold like the last card at the end. That's why they usually swap the cards. That's yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You just kept it straight, so any build-up obviously is good for viewers. They get to see it right away, but it doesn't hold that retention rate, and also the lighting kind of washes everything out, so you don't see the cards as well. Yeah, I didn't know the lighting was kind of shit, but... So I, I was watching it to support you, but overall video quality, it could have been better, but it's just oh, like any other new person that does it. So if I was to rate you on the common standards that everybody else does, you did the same. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair assessment. But back to the unstable solution. Um, yeah, I concur. It, it totally is unstable. I mean, dare I say all of it is unstable to a certain degree. <laughs> well, I would say I mean, Amazon and Google are pretty sound at this point, which is how well, they have multiple avenues, either through the, renting the, their service or... Yes, the big mothership behind the actual service. <laughs> yeah, you're 500% correct. But, but, (laughs) um, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting that, you know, we talked just like, as I recently talked about exclusive contracts Mm. and, and, uh, and we're seeing it happen. And although you still predicted that will not happen on Twitch's end, um, and you very well might be right, but it'll be interesting to see if maybe something, I mean, we, we know the big conglomerates in the world, there's. 
that's happening. And they're not even exclusive, right? Like we mentioned the WWE partnership they have, all the sporting partnerships that they're having, which some may be dropped due to the revenue it's not pulling in. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, how that evolves. Yeah, if Twitch, like I said before, I think individual streamer-wise, I think they're done with that because they did it before, it didn't work out, and they're not going to repeat that mistake again. If they're going to mm-hmm. do contracts, it has to be with a major media corporation. That's about it. Um, but going back to Kick, because, you know, I- I'm just going to go off of Mixer's mistakes. I'm I'm making the prediction that Kick becomes the next mixer where it gains a lot of people. It's doing these contracts. It's gonna run out of money. It's gonna implode, and everybody's gonna go back to Twitch. Even though I don't see Kick being a long-lasting service, I want to say that even if you're not making a, a million-dollar contract, people should still go over there now while people are still transitioning. Get whatever viewers you can, and have those viewers come back with you to whatever platform. Like you, I would say, make a YouTube account. That seems like the the stable medium. Stream on Kick or Switch, whatever one you want, because, you know, right now people are moving back and forth. People are bound to discover more streamers. And have them all trickle back to one site. And that'll either be YouTube or whatever the platform of your choice is. So no matter if Kick goes down or Twitch goes down, you will still have people watching you on a platform that's still around. Mm-hmm. Don't put all your sure. eggs in one basket. That's the that's the right. thing here. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And I believe they're pretty smart and know what they're doing. And even no, though they have, no, even I'm talking about new streamers. Oh, well, smaller streamers. Gotcha. 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 Cause the I people mean, that the are making, they're their... going to have that problem anyways. Yeah. Like Ninja, for example, he signed a multi-million dollar contract with mixer mixer went down. He went back to Twitch and he still retains that mixer money, but he's back on the old platform. Well, was until he now is on kick and YouTube. So that's besides mm-hmm. the point. So, like, if Kick goes down, XQC is still going to have the $100 million. You'll just need to go back to Kick or, or, sorry, Twitch or YouTube. Mm-hmm. But for new streamers, I would capitalize on the movement and see if you can get more discoverability with this movement currently. And then after that, go back to a more concrete place like YouTube just so you can retain that viewership no matter what happens. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of new streamers, they just hear about these big streamers going to these platforms and then they're like, oh, I should do that too. And they go there, they see the same amount of growth, which is nothing, and then mm-hmm. they, they hurt themselves. Yep, monkey see, monkey do. I mean, for for that reason, I think that's exactly why I'm not going to. But uh, but YouTube's always been, dare I say, my first love. <laughs> so like, I always, you know, I've had a YouTube account for for years, right? I guess YouTube would be my Reddit, although it has nothing to do with being a message board. But, you know... Oh, if you see some of the comment sections, it turns into a message board. You're not wrong. (laughs) You are not wrong. Um, But, yeah, so, like, I think think getting back on board with you two would be be my way to go, if anything, uh, and and where I would run away to if there was a somehow complete obliteration of Twitch. YouTube would definitely be my home. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I've actually just recently restructured myself because before I used to be heavy with streams, I uh, stream a lot on Twitch, whatever. And, you know, I, I don't want to say this because I don't want it to make me sound unappreciative of the people that have joined. Because, you know, I, I have some, I, I call, even though they're technically viewers, I call them friends at this point that watch and support. And then, you know, okay. I have 994 followers on Twitch. Mm-hmm. As much as I love that live interaction, I just gained so much more discoverability on YouTube. And because of that, and I really should think about it as like a as like a business plan. 
recently since I've been uploading mostly to YouTube as like my let's plays and all that stuff, um, mm -hmm. I see more views there and I've been streaming less. And I'm like, maybe that should be my way forward is focus more on YouTube making videos and then whatever viewer is there. Like actually be a content creator. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then come back to maybe like Twitch for like maybe a couple streams a week or whatever. And then just have like a few good streams and then go back to creating for YouTube and then have them kind of funnel back into Twitch or whatever and even themselves out. I think uh, keyword discoverability, like the one thing I do enjoy with when I post or upload my stuff on YouTube is like, unless I'm missing something on Twitch and this is my own damn fault, but you know, the ability to basically tag almost damn near endlessly for your videos to make them searchable is so huge. Well, not only that, their search engine is just so much more advanced. Like, YouTube doesn't just look for view count, really. I mean, yeah, view count kind of matters, but it's more of the relevancy towards what you're looking for. Exactly. And, and I think... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go. No, you finish. You finish. And I was going to say, that's what Twitch suffers with, is all it has is just a type word, but it goes to whoever the top guy is already. You will not go to the bottom guy unless if you purposely switch in your settings, lowest to highest, whatever, random. So remember, we just talked on the previous podcast on how Twitch should do a better job with, like, randomizing the end of a stream to put you in, in the same directory, but with another streamer. Exactly. That's kind of what YouTube does. Like, you may not, like... What is it? You get maybe, what is it nowadays? Two, three, four videos at the end where it's like, maybe you'll like this or you should check this out. To your point with the tagging and whatnot, the relevancy keyword, that's what it does, right? And sometimes that popular video might be paired with someone not as popular. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And just because it's the same content, you have that catch bait title. They're like, oh, well, shit, well, let me check this one out, too. I'm already, I'm already watching this stuff, so 100%. Honestly, 100%. that's how all my Borderlands videos have hundreds of thousands of views on it because I knew it was hot during that time. I had a good thumbnail, good title, and I know people are searching for weapons, and luckily because people were going from this, like, you know, Rad Brad or whatever, my video, because the, the actual recommendation thing is 12 videos. It'll be on the side of your search thing. But because of that and how good I was doing my SEO tags, which was, which is search engine optimization tags, I was constantly getting put to first, to first, to first, even though I was lesser known. Mm -hmm. And that, that was like the reason why my Borderlands thing blew up, which I am ashamed that I didn't capitalize off of. <laughs> I mean... Well, that's on me. You know, shit happens. <laughs> which but, is cool that uh... you have that option that just randomly out of nowhere, as long as you're still thinking about it, you could still pick it back up with somebody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, much like Twitch, and you could highlight a previous uh, stream, with the shorts on YouTube, is is that functionality work the same way, where, like, you have your full video uploaded, and you could just, like, snippet it, a part of that same video to a short, or is that not how it works? So, they, they just changed it within the year. So, they okay. actually separated videos, shorts, and streams. So before, videos and streams used to be all together. Now okay. they have three separate categories. So if you okay. stream, they actually do have something called a remix button, I think it's called. Oh, okay. And that remix turns into a short that you can gotcha. upload separately. Gotcha. But not a standalone video that was uploaded. Well, you could do that too. It's just oh, okay. most people don't do it that way because gotcha. it shorts are just much better. When I say shorts are better, I'm talking about they just get more views. But you yeah, can yeah, make yeah. the video if you so choose to. 
Gotcha. I'll have to take a look at that. Because at this rate, I have zero shorts. <laughs> yeah, YouTube has, I'm telling you, man, because it, like I said, if there was any company that needed the wake up call first, it was YouTube. And they definitely answered that call because they've drastically improved to the point where they're almost like the staple streaming service now. Mm-hmm. It, it was a well deserved change or well needed change that they needed. And it just got, it's just generated so much more money for them. Does Twitch offer like those milestone plaques like YouTube does? No. No, that's what I thought. The only plaque they give you is a check. <laughs> Still a good plaque if you get one. Yeah. But no, I, I like no no uh no lie, I always thought that was like that would be a really cool thing to get in the mail as a fucking plaque. Like your very first YouTube plaque of something. Yeah. Like that'd be pretty dope. I don't care if I have to pay for it. Like like hey, you want this plaque? You reach this milestone, but it'll still cost you two hundred fifty dollars. Hey, here's two hundred fifty dollars. Give me my plaque. Like it is cool. It's just like a like it's like a how do you it's say like, it? like a, a diploma? Like being a, like cool. Like or that, or I was gonna compare it to being like a fucking musician and getting your gold fucking record or something. Like it's kind of what it is. Yeah. And, and oh, the cool no. thing is that they have different tiers too. Like if you get like a hundred thousand yes. subscribers, you get like a silver, a million, the gold play button, ten yeah. million. It's the diamond or ruby whatever and then after that 100 million which only a very few people have hit they get like the ultimate gold plaque or no do, ruby or do, diamond plaque. do you know do they i mean I'm, I'm i'm certain at that rate they probably have or you would think they would be partners but you would have to be in the partner like registry to get those type of things right probably i would assume so but i don't know yeah. i've never yeah. reached that number <laughs> yeah. but i would just assume yeah yeah, I need to get off. I mean, doing this, obviously doing this podcast is, is, is awesome, and, and hopefully we get to do it forever. But uh, back to solo content, man. I, I got I to gotta think of something. I got to come up with something witty and not really rebrand myself, but you know, kind of. <laughs> so. I, honestly, I always thought the name Shiesty was not better than the real Shiesty. Well, you know, it's always taken pretty quickly, so. Yeah. Even even on the Discord, uh, you got to. Did you get your email yet to do uh, your? I, I got that a long time ago. I never oh, okay. did it. You I never should've. did it. Why? Mm, I don't know. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> like honestly, yeah, I, I should do it, but I'm like, do I really want to lock it down just yet? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Because I don't know what the change policy is. Like, if you lock it down now, can you change that later, or... Yeah, to, to, to very good point. I, I, I don't know. All I know is I've been running with this moniker for quite some time, so it was kind of a no-brainer for me. So. Yeah, I should probably do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my apologies if you kind of answered this already, but I don't think we... I got... I don't think I heard the clear-cut answer, but you are not going to take a foray it kick or are you still thinking about it so would kick if i want to answer this in two parts kick will not be my main platform of choice but will okay. i make a stream there too to see if i gain more discoverability yes mm-hmm. i actually okay. already cemented my username in there already okay cool cool because before you know the massive transition happened i i'm one of those people that like to look on the app store and see upcoming apps just to see how they work mm-hmm. and i seen that kick was slightly rising and luckily before this mass migration I was locked down beforehand. I probably should have streamed more there before, but mm-hmm. now I might do maybe like a stream or two here and there just to see how it works. And if I get more people, I might stay there for a little bit 
and come back. But okay. it, it really just depends on if, if it's beneficial or not. And uh, dumb question, because I'm full of them. Can you stream labs and still do that with Kick or? Mm -hmm. So one of the one of the things I was thinking about because Twitch currently doesn't, or sorry, not Twitch, Kick currently doesn't have a rule about multi-streaming. I was thinking that maybe I do like two or three streams, and like I, I know this is gonna be the greedy side. Maybe like two <laughs> or three streams on like Twitch. Maybe once a week I do a multi-stream to both Kick and YouTube. Mm. So you could do that. Cheat on Twitch with the other two, but not yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're you're the and main squeeze my, for now. And I am having a menage toi. <laughs> yeah, but on Sunday I'm having the good stuff. <laughs> Daddy's picking the yeah. sides. <laughs> Daddy's living the double life right now. <laughs> <laughs> Once a little I'm, bit more exotic. I'm wearing my watermelon shirt today. <laughs> oh dude. I have a whole bunch of shirts I try not to wear because I try to keep the nerdy shirts on for the stream, which I don't have many, unfortunately. But uh -huh. if you see the actual shirts I really have, you'd be like, what the heck are you? Like a, a dad in summertime? I'm pretty sure that's a moo moo, but... I, I got a flamingo shirt. I got a rhino shirt. I got a... Well, you're seeing the watermelon one because the other ones are clean right now. I have a Ted Lasso shirt. and I just have stupid it, shirts. It, it almost looks like, um, like nurse scrubs, too. Does it? It does. One of the things bit. is I don't like pockets. Especially with that pocket. I, they probably are nurse scrubs. They are nice from Harbor Bay, all right? But I, I don't know. I like stupid shirts like this. Like, I have a it's somewhere over there, but it's like a flamingo <laughs> one. And it's just, it's just simple like this. It's just, it's just like this, but it's gray. And it's got pink flamingos on it. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but yes, this is not a nurse scrub as much as it may look like one. But That's I will great. say I, I am pretty sweet in this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, all right. So you're eventually gonna you're gonna tiptoe in the kick realm, and uh, and I'm not. So <laughs> yeah. uh, who cool, knows? Cool. Maybe you might should dabble in it too, just to see if anything happens. Obviously, it's not gonna be your main choice of platform, but maybe just see how it goes. I, I, I think the fact that I don't um, I don't no I. I feel like I probably stream more than you at times. If it One wasn't for sixteen hour stream every month, okay. Oh no, no, no! If it wasn't for the more recent console gaming, I'm pretty confident I stream more than you. Now you probably garnish a lot more viewers than I do, but uh, I think just on the straight time standpoint, I think I think I got you beat. But anyhow, um, now the fact that I don't do it. Uh, I have live streamed through YouTube only a couple few times, and oddly enough, I don't know if uh, if Chris is actually watching this right now, but oddly enough, I did stream Lost Ark yeah. on YouTube, um, just for shits and giggles, and um, and that was it. Uh, I, I their probably those probably videos are long gone anyway, but uh, but that's it. And yeah, I, I just, I think I'm just so invested somewhat with just the Twitch aspect, uh, you know, but as I did say, you know, YouTube would probably be the, the one I would run away with. Yeah. That's the problem too, is like people gain loyalty towards the platform. And I think that's what I have, unfortunately, mm -hmm. because even though I see Twitch's horrible side, mm -hmm. I've been with them since 2012. Mm -hmm. That's hard to break away from. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But maybe I should look out for number one and just dabble. Like, obviously, don't move permanently, but just dabble mm-hmm. and see if anything happens. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think for me that dabble will definitely be with YouTube since I, well, talk about loyalty still. You know, my my main accounts have been there for, I wonder what the birthday date would actually be, but it's, it's been for a very long time. I mean, I I've don't had my know. my YouTube what... accounts in 2004. It makes me wonder. I'm, I'm sure I could dig it up, but you know, I still have my sketches on there from when I was doing that type of stuff, which I wish I would go back and do more of that stuff, but uh, who knows? Maybe I will, but yeah, I just the, the streaming aspect, I just more or less reserved that for Twitch, but like I said, the sketches I have on there, uh, my highlights from Twitch I have on there, and then I have like my personal one, which is kind of like the me being actually me, per se, versus the character of me. So, here, I gotta ask this question, since you you also have multiple accounts, too. Yes. I have three accounts. I have three accounts. My oldest one is the one I only watch videos on. I don't post anything, I just only watch videos on it. Then I have my Joshua Cast one, which I post my Let's Plays, or, like, the bigger videos I want to do. And then I have the Automatic Podcast. Those are the only three ones I have. Do you have one primarily for watching and keeping anonymous so no one else knows who you are? <laughs> Just so you can watch videos? No, I don't I don't have the uh, uh what's that called? Burner account, so to speak. Um no, I, I I'm not hiding like that. <laughs> uh my 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 personable one, I guess you would say, would be the one that I would use for comments and stuff, although I don't normally do it. So it's not like I'm hiding. So here, uh, th- this is the thing: is that I'm not trying to hide from anyone. I just don't want my watch views to pop uh, up into my main channel, because if you if you actually look at your main channel, you don't hide this. Anything you like or watch, people can actually see that as long as your settings are open. I, I'm following you. Yeah. I, well, I don't do a lot of that, to be honest. I don't like videos. I watch a lot of videos. I don't necessarily like them. I do just so. because I know the the struggle, and I try to support like. If, if I show you my actual watching account, you'd be like, what are you? You'd be like, are you a grandma? You're watching nature videos. You're watching how it's made. Motos- uh, like I'm not into most. Well, I shouldn't say like I don't, I'm not into riding them, but I like seeing how cars are built, motorcycles are built. I like seeing cooking videos of like outdoor nature or inside ki- ki- uh, kitchen cooking. Mm-hmm. I just have a super weird watch list on YouTube. I think mo- most of my watch, <laughs> my most of... Uh watching is well not really watching but mostly music um and and i guess if i'm like watching theory crafting videos like the zeldas of the world of final fantasies and warcraft all that shit all the nerdy stuff right like i i just like watching stuff of that but not as indulging as you are when it comes to being curious like yeah i'm not on it like that (laughs) It's funny, even though I'm a gamer and all that stuff, I rarely watch gaming YouTube videos. Unless if it's, like, either a update built on how to do things, you know, efficiently, or, like, a lore video, like, you know, explain more of the lore. Other than that, I will not watch a single video. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, like you know, obviously you hear the name PewDiePie, Markiplier, and all that stuff. Except for maybe hearing my brother watch some of their videos, I've mm-hmm. never watched one of their videos myself. Just because, for some reason, all those, con- like, uh, contents, like, dealing with, like, X2C and all them stuff... It's just not for me. I feel like it's just made for a younger audience that I'm just not a part of. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I mean, we all have our likes and dislikes, so <laughs> and, and what you and what you gravitate towards. So, yeah, give me a video on how to build an axe and sharpen it and make it look like a cool weapon. I mean, well, well, I mean, I don't sit there and just watch DIY videos for the sake of watching DIY videos. But if I do need to do something, then yes, I am looking for DIY videos. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they're DIY because I don't think any of us have industrial crafting machines to do this stuff. Like these yeah, guys are watching, like professionals. You're, yeah, you're watching some, yeah, some crazy like, shit. I, I, mean, like, I think the I, name is Iron Forge. I mean, like I said, I've 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 watched different things like blacksmithing videos or 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 digging and making. Uh, I guess you could say bomb shelters or something. Like, yes, I've watched an array of things, but. Dude, I follow these two. I, I'm gonna call them Filipino people because I think that's what they are. The two Filipino dudes. They're out in like the jungle. They're just in the jungle. They mm-hmm. they basically clear land, dig into the ground out of the clay, and then form a little house and like a little pool. Oh and stuff, yeah, and I think I've on. seen those some of those videos. And and did you ever see the the post dramatic videos or or traumatic videos of how shitty they look afterwards? They, oh, yeah. oh the, it's made out of clay. There's no actual real foundation except for hardening clay. Of course, it's gonna crumble and fall apart. Yeah, I know. But I like to your point. Like, I, I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same people, <laughs> and I've seen them. And yeah, they look fucking glorious. And the amount of work they put into and effort is just amazing. But yeah, I just want to know where they get the cameras. <laughs> right? Like these guys That's are true. doing it like primitive style, and yet they somehow have best quality asmr videos i'm like yo i swear to god you guys are like in the u.s somewhere just pretending <laughs> and then at the very end they cook themselves a nice meal and... <laughs> yeah and then they drink out of like a like a leaf cup and all that like stuff a coconut. yeah 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 no I've, I've seen a couple of those myself too they're they're really cool there's they're just weirdly fascinating that you don't really see I mean, there's a couple other people trying to do it well though. i think it's well i'm gonna answer for me i think it's fascinating because don't they kind of bring you back to a state of a little being a little kid where like you you're like a blanket fort right like i don't know that's just me like i feel like it gives you that state of mind mm. that that kind of like uh that purityness to it sure to a certain extent yeah i mean that's just me that's for me my answer no i, I, guess, I can see it <laughs> but, i just like the creativity yeah. side that's it no it's it's extremely creative fantastic yeah. There is one with a girl, though, but then they accidentally misedited a video because at first they make it look like she's doing it herself, but really she's just doing the the smoothing structure part of it, but then they accidentally left a little tiny 10-second segment of an actual building crew coming in to do the job, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, you just ruined it for me. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> Yeah, because she was, like, in the dirt with a little, like, you know, wooden bark shovel, digging trench. I'm like, obviously, I know you can't do that with that. She probably has, like, some actual tools. But then seeing, like, seven guys come around with, like, a, you know, like, one of those uh, lifting factors or whatever. I'm like, oh, you just... The cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you fucking cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bones. Because <laughs> they make it look, they make it look so authentic. And... <sighs> I mean, obviously, obviously, your brain knows that it's not a hundred percent authentic. Oh, of course. But of you course. think that they're at least trying as hard as they can to make it authentic. Because I was like, oh, she's tightening the things. She's making like a makeshift hammock. It's just like now. Now we're really going off off the rails here, but that's fine. It kind of reminds me of um, a TV show. It, it was supposed to be a reality show called Colony. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Uh, really, really cool. It's it. They have. I think they only had a couple seasons of them, but one of them. 
they dropped down like eight to ten people in the um in the Gulf area after the uh the hurricane. Mm-hmm. So it's really like it should have been like inhabitable, but they dropped them there and they kind of like simulated like people coming in and like attacking them and stealing their fucking limited resources and shit like that. But every person that they dropped there had like some sort of a really good background. Like one was an engineer, one was uh, a car mechanic, one was this, that, that. So they all had a skill set to attribute to the colony. Um, and I thought it was a really fascinating show. But to your point, like, you know, it's not all 100% like, yeah, we really dropped them there and they're defending or defending from their, for themselves, right? Um, because there's obviously some simulation involved. But uh, it was still a really fascinating show just to see them come up with pretty much you could say inventions to survive, so to speak. But to your point, like, you know, oh, they had extra tools and stuff to use. Like, I'm pretty sure when the cameras were this way, <laughs> they're like, here's a screwdriver. <laughs> it's simple like that, you know, like, here's something to use, you know, to get the job done, so. Oh, well, like, no, no, well, I'm fine with, like, if they use a, sc- a screwdriver or whatever, but I'm talking well, about industrial uh, lifting objects. Uh, That's a different story. <laughs> To that point, I mean, I have no proof of it, but I guess to, to compare that, it's like, oh, here's a power generator to get it started. <laughs> like you can unplug it once it started, you know, something like here's that. Here's copper coils so you can make electricity. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so yeah, I thought that um, that was kind of my comparison to what you are talking about. But, uh, but yeah, that, was, that show was really cool. I hardly watch any reality TV, but that one, that one was something that I, I enjoyed watching. Yeah, I probably would get into like something like Naked and Afraid. I just never did. Uh, I get into a few of them. I don't like Naked and Afraid or like those other stuff, like Survivor and all that stuff, because it's too mm-hmm. drama based. Gotcha. I don't, I don't like drama. I like real survival. Like there's yeah. these two people I used to watch. <clears throat> they had a TV show called Dual Survival. They both were survival. Well, they both had survival training and all that stuff, but they their approach to surviving the environments were totally different. So what they would mm-hmm. do is these two guys would go in separate directions but still make it to the same point and they would see how they survive based off their own methods of survival. And it's mm-hmm. cool to see one guy try to do more off the land stuff, the other guy was trying to build contraptions to make things easier. And then seeing just like two different point of views come together. Or compete against each other, I should say. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, the drama stuff could obviously go away. The what the show I just talked about, they had um drama components, but I was still able to get around that i think it depends on the drama because if like if it's like two reality tv it's like you know like a jersey shore kim kardashian stuff i just no, no. oh yeah no i I can't stomach any of that stuff well like if it's like have you ever seen like the amazing okay. race i have not uh but that's something else that maybe i'd probably enjoy yeah because I, I like watching the amazing race and it's like you know hope like a either you know there's it's uh, team of two against a bunch of other teams of two. It's either the couples, friends, or whatever. They just mm-hmm. compete with each other, solving clues and going around the world trying to get there first. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's bickering and there's some, like some dramatic moments of like them backstabbing each other, but like it's pretty mild and they kind of get over it quickly. It's more about the race itself than the actual drama part. That I'll tolerate. This conversation reminds me of um, a, me- a meme I saw on Twitter, and I believe I liked it. I don't think I tagged you on it, but. Something along the lines like, you know, fuck 
the bachelorette or the bachelor shows <laughs> like give me a show about like best bros and, and let me find my next best friend and now that's a show i'll watch <laughs> yeah. i was like ain't wrong uh I would love to see, I, I know this probably wouldn't go around well because there's not a lot of, you know, gamers that want to go on the open, but I would love to see like a survivor gamer show where gamers are put into the wilderness and see how well they survive. Probably most of them would die day one, but it'd be funny yeah. to see that. God, no, yeah, total fail. I mean, you might get lucky where someone actually has an idea, but overall... Yeah, that's you're like that's, I can't see bad my HP gauge. Why am I slowly fainting? That's that's just bad news. <laughs> yeah, but it would just be cool to like I don't know maybe the way I'm picturing it because it'd be cool to see like a survival. Obviously, not 100 percent survival, but like them taking some like game mechanics or whatever and trying to make it into real life and trying to make it like a video game like survival thing where it's like I don't know how to explain it properly, but basically make it look like they're actually in a game. But they're still doing real survival-ish scenarios. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And and I feel like there are shows out there already that kind of do that. I'm just like, I just can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Because, like, let's let's picture, like, them putting a whole bunch of players or people in the starting zone. And they start off at level one. And then they have to cook, camp, and all that stuff. And eventually, as they progress, they start doing into trading to make money and they keep progressing. Like, yeah, we call that LARPing. <laughs> yeah, or or they create, like, you know, like, let's say they get paid extras, and they come in, like, as, like, costume mm-hmm. villains or whatever, and attack them, mm-hmm. and they have to fight mm-hmm. them off, and if they don't win, mm-hmm. they die. Well, I'm surprised we never talked about this, and I'm pretty sure you've heard of it, but I don't remember what it's called. I don't know if it was called, like, the Zombie Dash or something. But there's, there's, I don't know if they still do it. I know it was gaining popularity before COVID and obviously with The Walking Dead. But it was pretty much like a 5K and, but you had zombies chasing you. And if you got caught by a zombie, you lose. So you don't even get to finish the 5K and then you become a zombie and you have to go after the other 5Kers. It was pretty much like either you finish or, you know, you, you don't. Um... And you, when you sign up, you, you, you get to do both. You get to first or second, you partake in the actual race, or you you play the zombie role. Um, might want to look that up, because that's... It's not exactly what I'm talking about, but... If you can tell me the actual name, I'll watch it. <clears throat> well, I don't think it's something you could watch. I think it's kind of like one of those things you, you go and do. I'm sure, There probably is videos out there of it, but... Oh. But but it's not like it's a TV show. This is like an actual like five K thing. Yeah. What if it's called like zombie? Zombie. I don't feel like being a zombie. Me either, to be honest. Or you don't have to, but they like they said if you volunteer or how did it go? It was something along the lines if you volunteered to play the zombie role, you get like either fifty percent off the race or or maybe it was calm, something like that. Nothing would suck more is if you got nothing but slow zombies and you can't chase the real ones. No, hopefully they come in like different sections of the race, and not the zombies are not just behind them. Because imagine, oh no, no, like no, one fast zombie is like I got tagged them, but no. because I tagged them, they're gonna be back. No, up and back. no, they're staged because it, it's it's one of those like um, I'm sure you heard of um, uh, what is it called? Warrior Dash. That was like the most popular one back in the day. You ever hear of that one? Warrior Dash. I've seen a lot of things. I don't know. 
<laughs> I've seen a lot of things in my day. I've seen American uh, Ninja Warriors. I've seen that old okay. one where it's well, Chinese people. Well, Warrior, Warrior Dash is basically another 5K, but it also has obstacle courses thrown into it. So that's kind of similar how the zombie one is. They have obstacle courses, like you have to climb over, like, um, like the junkyard of cars and shit like that. I don't know if you could probably cut yourself too, but um, so stuff like that is where like they also stage zombies and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. And I think they all wear like two or three flags. So it's like each flag is kind of like a heart container, so to speak. So once you lose them, you lose. In, in my head, when you're explaining this, I was just thinking about like one guy in the back. He's like fast, and every time he's tagging like a slow runner, he's like, "Crap, I still gotta do more work." Because if I caught them, they're not gonna catch the other guys. <laughs> Yeah, they'd just be like a very sad zombie run. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see if I could dig that out. But if I do, I'll, I'll, I'll share it with you. But uh, at the height of its, well, like I said, when I was really into Walking Dead, I was, I was very close of uh, doing it just for you know shits and giggles because I'm not big run. I'm not a big runner, mm-hmm. and all the other ones never really appealed to me. So that one was like, oh, okay, this sounds actually kind of cool because there's a survivability aspect to it kind of like role-playing ish so i wonder if anybody's ever gone over with like you're supposed to just tag them you're not supposed to really bite them <laughs> right right yeah oh they're dude. way through this role I, I, how do i say this uh there was something i seen recently it was about uh it, it's in i think peru there's this death match that well not not death match but they call it like a death match where there's mm-hmm. like teams of 20 Versus another team's appointing, and they gotta fight each other, and whoever wins, they move on to the next round. Apparently, somebody in that competition got bit. And when they got bit, apparently the person that bit them has like a flesh a flesh eating bacteria in their mouth. And it when the person that got bit actually had to get it treated by the uh Center for Disease Control because their arm was slowly deteriorating. And they had to get Whoa. like covered and sanctioned. But I was just like picturing that like if a zombie did that in the in the running show, I'm like, ooh, get that looked out. You don't know if they have a disease flesh thing. Yeah, wow, that's that's jacked up. Yeah, you like can... I know they, I know there's that that algae, that's like flesh eating algae, but it has nothing to do with bites. But yeah, there's like yeah, a certain bacteria apparently somebody can hold in their mouth just because of like dirt and stuff like that in their teeth. And he bit yeah. him, and they obviously they had the whole thing taped off on his arm and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and they're treating it. But you could see like just the flesh bubbling and turning purple and decaying. It was like, oh, that's hurt. That's awful. That is. That's scary. Yeah. That's that's creepy as fuck. But they say our mouths are dirtier than a dog, so I mean, I believe it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they look assholes, so what does that tell you humans need to do? No. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to keep it clean, right? <laughs> or drink toilet water. <laughs> if it doesn't kill the dog, it won't kill you. <laughs> nope. It's clean. Uh, but going back to the, the kick thing. Sure. Um, if anybody is looking at this as like a permanent solution, don't. Because this seeing that they're from a crypto gambling site, that money, it's only going to affect the big people that are signing contracts. Um, just do it to see if you gain anybody. If not, probably go to a more stable site. <laughs> no. Just don't put all your stuff that, in it. That company, how long have they owned it? Because are they the original? They just founded it in 2022. Like literally last oh, year. Oh, Jesus Christ. So well, if you're talking about stakes, the, the stakes company, the gambling yes. currency site, yes. that's been around since crypto thing has been happening, like maybe 2014, 13, whatever. Uh-huh. But Kick was only founded last year. Okay. Because another thought I had, what what if 
due to the popularity gaining that company's stake maybe just kind of cashes in on their relevancy and just sells it off. So that way they just investment done. We're going to move on to other things. Here you go. Um, Apple. I don't know. I'm just throwing a random fucking company. It's probably not tangible, but you know I mean, what I'm saying? Like that's it, a possibility. It's, and then it could be stable. It's possible because Twitch did that, you know, before it was Justin TV, then they changed the name to, which and then mm-hmm. 2014 they sold to Amazon for a couple mm-hmm. million billion dollars whatever. Mm-hmm. It's possible that it could be that same way, but the way they're spending their money, I I don't see any backers really putting money into that except for them basing off their cryptocurrency uh, earnings. That's about it. Maybe if there's like a, another backer behind it, I could see it happening. But so far, it's just them putting out the money, and since they're not making their own web-based service and they're using it from somebody else, who would want to invest in that? Twitter, excuse me. Twitter. Oh, oh, sorry. I don't Love think you. Twitter needs it because they already have technically their own web-based service and they could, and Elon said he wants to make his own streaming platform and he could easily do it on Twitch. That's why he brought Periscope back. But if there's a foundation already there, why well, Twitch already has foundation? Twitch has the foundation. It's Periscope ah, and they canceled that. Well, they canceled it. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, a lot of people do startup companies all the time and sell it off just based for profit. Yep. Yep. This one, I feel like they have too much self-investment in there, and that's why it won't sell to anyone else. But who knows? Mixer did it. That was backed by Microsoft. Will they sell it off? Who knows? Will they crumble? Who knows? Only a couple months we'll see. But what we do know, for anybody else that follows this podcast, when we talk about something, give it 10 days. Give it ten days. It's, it's <laughs> funny. It, we we always have this. We have this very weird odyssey where we talk about something and then it happens. Because like last week or last episode, I think I talked about furries and all that stuff. And then recently, <laughs> this today. Well, was it today? Yeah, today. Joe Rogan released a podcast with him wearing a furry suit talking about furries. I'm like, what? I just talked about this now. He's doing it. And a couple other people. Obviously, he did it as a joke, but. Like, it was just funny seeing him and a couple other big podcast streamers having fursuits on for no reason. And I was just like, that's weird. <laughs> well, it's, it, it stems beyond that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see <laughs> if anything that we brought up today actually, um, you know, we talk something into fruition. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. Hope I mean I like I said we like we well like we both said competition is good. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure, it seems like the two real competitors is YouTube and Twitch. But maybe have a third party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, c- competition is always good. Like uh, like I said, kudos to those that are that are capitalizing on them. They're they're the re- the real winners in this game. Um, and like I said, my take is it may take a moment, but. I, I think there will be some good in all of this with that competition. Uh, you'd think the latter, but that's fine. Uh, as I often say, time will tell. I said it would be good for the, the streamers. Yeah. <clears throat> like, the people getting the contracts, they're making bank, regardless if it falls or not. Now they're making dumb bank, but they're, they're, they're the pioneers at this time, so mm. to speak. So congrats yeah. to them for taking advantage, because... If yeah. they go down, they still already cash that money. Exactly. It's just a win-win-win. 
All I do is win, win, no matter what. Oh shit! Copyright infringement. <laughs> I will say that the one thing Kick has done that Mixer didn't do is even though they signed some names, they didn't get that retention rate, the new followers that they're hoping for. The fact that within a week they've gained over two million new users is pretty incredible. Like Mixer couldn't even do that, and that was run by Microsoft. So, what what year did the Mixer thing happen? I want to say maybe 2017 or 18, maybe a little bit beforehand, but it only mm. lasted for like two or three years. <laughs> so, so the other, the reason why I asked that question is because I think it's, it's, it's no secret that the streaming world really blew up during COVID mm-hmm. uh, just, just as a whole. So that might've been something where once again, they might've been a little bit ahead of their time. Well, Facebook uh, also did it during that time too, and now they're done with that. Yeah, well, same thing, right? They're, you know, ahead of the time. I mean, COVID. Well, no, they really... did it when COVID happened, and people were signing oh. contracts with them. Um, they're they're not as big as the mixer contracts, but uh-huh. there was people going over to Facebook exclusively because of the contracts. Mm. But they they killed that one off almost immediately. Like it was like a year, and that's it. Mm. I I I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of that. But yeah, um, we shall see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. And who knows? Maybe this. Maybe you might see. No, I'm just joking. You're not gonna see the Auto Man podcast on Kick. <laughs> All right, who not knows? Happening. Maybe, maybe, maybe you will. Maybe you will. Depending on Twitch size, you might see it there. Well, yeah. We, well, I, I think we already kind of have our. Home bases, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Well, Those are the cemented spots. Well, exactly. And I was going to bring up more like the live than could be uh, uh, ushered in at uh, YouTube. I mean, we already have our, we already have like a condo built there, right? So it's like, you know. I thought you said condom, but we'll go with condo. Yes, I totally said condom because you got to have protection, right? I don't know. My head's up a little low, so I was like, condo, condo? Which one do you go for? No, I'm going to assume we, condo, but We have an establishment built we, there. We got okay? protection. <laughs> we got protection. But, uh, yeah, so it would just be interesting to see how this goes. I would say to see a concrete yes or no if this is going to succeed, I would give it three whole months after this to see if they can maintain that new viewership or if it increases. If it increases, that's a good sign for them. But if it starts to decrease, it's usually a telltale sign that a company might start folding it on itself. All right. So by the year's end. Yes. By the year's end, they may be kicked off the internet. <laughs> Hi-oh! Pun intended. All right. But I think that's it. I really want to play Crash Team Rumble. I know you have yeah. to go pack. and I have. Yep. Yeah, I have to pack. And I'm also going to pack and enjoy some cheesecake. <laughs> hmm, from the Cheesecake Factory. Because I am a glutton. Actually, it's not from Cheesecake Factory. It's just typical refrigerated cheesecake. Speaking <laughs> of the Cheesecake Factory, I know we're trying to end this. They sell more than just cheesecakes there. Oh, yeah. They have a full menu of food. I did not know yeah. that. I went there recently because there's one in LaGrange. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. Sure, I'll, I'll take a stop. And I'm like, burgers, fries. What the hell? Like, am I in the right place? I'm like, I think this is a cheesecake factory. I see, I see what cheesecake on the menu. Sir, 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 I have a question. Where's the cheesecake? Sir, sir, why is there a hamburger on this menu? I should see desserts. 
Yeah, no, they have a full-fledged uh, uh, menu with alcohol as well. I was shooketh. I was like, this is not my Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty funny. But is there anything you want to add? or? Um... <clears throat> No, I don't think there is anything I want to add at this time. All right. So as we say every single week, if there's anything we talked about during this episode, please feel free to share your opinions. If you agree, disagree, or whatever else you want to add. Um, if Make sure to also follow The Real Shiesty on his YouTube so you can see him unboxing more ring cards and clickbaiting us thinking he got the real card. Or me, if you want to see Diablo, Final Fantasy 16, Last Plays, or any other games that I play in the future. We both have separate channels if you guys want to go continue to see more besides just the Ottoman and Podcast stuff. But other than that, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. Peace.